Good afternoon, everyone. This is Ruth Mitchell, editor of The Wholesaler Magazine, coming to you again from Chicago, Illinois. I'm really excited today to bring to you a company and a great individual for our Off the Cuff series. Today, we're joined by Charlie Cook, who's CEO of Liberty Pumps. Liberty Pumps is a U.S. manufacturer of pumping products for groundwater and wastewater removal in residential and commercial applications. The company is headquartered in Bergen, New York, and has a focus on innovative product design, and its pump styles include sump, sewage, drain, grinder pumps, and so much more. Thank you for joining us today on Off the Cuff, Charlie. Welcome to the call. Well, thanks for having me, Ruth. Absolutely. Well, Charlie, I want to jump right on in here to our conversation and say, we know what the company manufactures. I just talked about that. Can you tell me at the beginning of 2020, what was business like or that you had predicted when we started the beginning of the year? Well, that was kind of interesting. We were coming off a really good 2019. It was a record-breaking year for us. And our budgets were in place. The strategic plan was all set. We were ready to go. And we had all the usual confidence going into 2020, all excited. But we were clueless, of course, of what was to come. I don't think anybody could have predicted, you know, what was coming down the line. The pandemic hit and everything went into a free-for-all in some sort of way. Let me start by asking you this. Is the company still manufacturing? And if so, are you doing so at the same capacity as before? Yes, we are still operating. Of course, initially, it was critical that we were designated as essential, which we know we are due to the types of products that we make and how critical they might be. But yeah, we are still operating and we do things somewhat differently now. We had to rearrange our shifts and capacity uh, suffers a little bit because of that, simply because in order to accommodate separation and minimize the number of people in the plant at any one time, we had to create three shifts with a half hour separation in between. And the fact that people are now working seven and a half instead of a usual eight hours for production activity did diminish our capacity our actual production. But as far as total capacity of the plant, we are well within that since we always have access to it. I just marked a note here that you switched to three shifts. Did you have three shifts before? We did, but the third shift in particular was pretty lightly staffed. And when we made these changes, we had to try to equalize shifts a little bit more so that we could spread out our workers and have a minimum number of people in the building at any one time. Gotcha. What other changes were implemented to keep the business up and running? Probably the most impactful for a lot of people was that anyone that could work off-site was equipped to do so. So there's probably over 60 people that we acquired laptops for and sent them home to work from home. And that has worked out very well. We pretty much emptied out the offices. Well, I know working from home is definitely something new for all of us in this pandemic that's going on. How else are you supporting your workforce during this time? We wanted to make sure that they were comfortable. You know, we had to acknowledge and appreciate their anxiety and their stress and concern. And so we added for anybody that was uncomfortable being in the building or was a little bit overstressed, we added extra paid time off, not just for them, but for the entire company, another 80 hours, which is two weeks of 
wow. paid time off that they could use if they felt the need or they could not use and they could use it later as part of just their regular vacation time. The other thing we did was even though the shifts had been shortened to seven and a half hours, we still continued to pay them for an eight hour day so that they didn't suffer a financial hit due to our rearrangement of their schedule. And of course, you know, other things that we did within the building itself, we, we closed the building immediately to visitors. So that's a little bit comforting to our people. We sanitize like crazy. It's, it's, we go through a lot of sanitizing material and we got in a large supply of face masks. So anyone that needs or is required to wear a face mask, they're readily available also. So we try to do everything we could to try to minimize their anxiety as a result of this pandemic. Well, it definitely sounds like it. When you had said that you had provided additional paid time off to be utilized now or later, just that sends a message of we are all in this together and we're concerned about your well-being. Wow. That was just, that was really nice to hear. So let me ask you this. I've seen your folks out on the road, the folks with Liberty Pumps at buying group meetings and at trade shows and conventions and things like that. Right now, switching gears, how are you helping to take care of your customers? How has servicing your customer changed and adapted since obviously we're no longer face-to-face? Well, I have to say our customer experience has really not changed. Our order processing people, customer service people, those departments are all operating as normal as our production and shipping departments. So I think the key there, as far as our customer base goes, is try to maintain and open a communication with our customers as possible. Mm-hmm. And that comes from the factory people, our internal staff, our regional managers, and also all of our manufacturers reps throughout the country, actually throughout North America. Well, that's good to hear. In some ways, it is still business as usual, connecting with the folks and taking care of their needs. Charlie, let me ask you this. Did the company have a business continuity plan? And if so, are you sticking with it or did you have to adjust it as we move along here? We do have a rather detailed plan. We haven't really had to activate it other than just to reevaluate some of our discretionary expenses and hiring and things like that. Just make sure we take a closer look before we pull the trigger on some of those things. That's all we've had to do really so far. Through the end of March, the end of our first quarter, we're running at a record pace. We know that's going to change, but through that date, through March 31st, we saw no difference in our business at all other than what we've done with our internal staffing. But we know that sales are going to trail off because throughout a lot of the country, discretionary construction and so on has been put on the back burner. So that will have an impact of some sort. But we also have some critical products that I think will keep us fairly busy right through that period. I've asked several individuals this question, and it's what's the biggest issue that you're dealing with right now and how are you addressing it? And I could state it another way that said, you know, Charlie, when you started your job this morning, what was the one thing that was heavy on the mind that needed to be taken care of? What's really needing to get done? The biggest issue for me and all of our management team is the well-being and comfort of our members. Our culture is one of collaboration and friendship and things like that. And when people are spread out 
and off-site and things like that, it's certainly not ideal for our culture, which is one of our greatest strengths, I think. Mm -hmm. So I would say it's really uh, taking care of our people internally because we know that if they are taken care of and they're comfortable in their role, wherever they're serving, they're going to take care of our customers. So we have frequent and open communication with them. We give them all the access we can to resources like doctors that you can phone any hour of the day or night. If you have a health concern, we also subscribe to what's called the employee assistance program, where any kind of a personal issue that you might have, you can talk to a counselor and get feedback. So whatever we can do to try to make things a little bit more comfortable and bearable for our members, we try to anticipate that and do it. Well, that's fantastic. That's taking care of body, mind, and soul for sure. Can you tell me any tips that you might have on how you remain productive in this new work environment? Well, you know, it's certainly challenging, but I think the thing that benefits us somewhat is that we are an ESOP, an employee stock ownership organization. So all of our members, virtually all of them are stockholders. So they're very tuned to our success. They always perform at a high level. And it's really though the customers that determine what needs to be done relative to our productivity. So whatever the market calls for, we are ready to do that. And our members are all ready to respond to that as well. Charlie, I have one last question for you here. Is the company involved in any projects such as helping out with mobile hospitals or things along that line during the pandemic? Yes. As a matter of fact, we've had several shipments, in this case, into Florida recently that were intended for field hospitals that were being set up down there. These were sewage systems going into those units. So we were happy to turn those orders around quickly. In fact, I think at two of those instances, we were able to ship the same day as the order was placed. Wow. The other area where I think we've served a purpose is as much as, and I know this is true throughout the plumbing industry, the overuse of what's called sanitary or flushable wipes, which turn out really aren't flushable. But the fact that more people are using these wipes and unfortunately flushing them has generated an awful lot of activity and our grinder pumps, which are intended to handle that kind of material. So our series of, a couple series of grinder pumps have just been going crazy. And I think it's all in response to what people are doing with these wipes, which obviously we have to encourage them to continue using. I'm chuckling here. We have an editor of one of our sister magazines, PHC News, and he loves scouring all of the news stories about the flushable wipes that you're talking about and the problems that they're causing and really how it helps our industry. So you're right. It's a new day and a new time and a new age. Charlie, I want to thank you and thank Liberty Pumps for all of the work that you're doing and continue to do in this time of COVID as well as outside of it, being an essential business in this industry that we both love so much. It's amazing to see how companies are stepping up, not only with their customers, but also their employees. And yours is a great example of that. So thank you for sharing your story with me today. Well, thank you, Ruth. I really appreciate the opportunity. Make sure you and everyone stay well. Thank you, Charlie. You as well. And I will see you down the road. Take care. Thank you.